Welcome to the Tan and Brad Hoffa Day Podcast. All right, so here we are, the month of November. Actually, when uh, we're recording this, it is the second day of November. There's a big day tomorrow. It's Hoffa Day uh, is what the podcast is. Brad and I here at J103 are here, and uh, good morning, Brad. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Hoffa Day, explain what Hoffa Day is for those that don't know. Hoffa Day means, hey, how you doing on the uh, Isle of Guam? And so that's how we used to greet each other out there. It basically just means, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, you know. There we go. Nice so half a day. So tomorrow here, as far as when we're recording this, now when you're listening to this, this will all be said and done and it will be old news, but let's find out here, what are your feelings about the election tomorrow? Now, again, we don't talk about these things on the radio uh, because people don't have a choice whether they can listen or not. And so we don't want to turn people off or upset them or add to their anxiety. How do you, Brad, feel about the election tomorrow? Uh, I've already early voted, so that was one thing. But it was just amazing to see how many people were out early voting. And I really think uh, I think Trump's going to take it. I, I really do. I I really do hope that he's going to take it. So, I mean, we've just had some crazy things go out in California out at the ranch. And uh, we need to – Trump's got to stay in power for – have them to reverse what's going on in my neck of the woods out in California. Okay. Yeah, I, I would not for the same reasons, but I mean, obviously, I agree with what you're saying there. But, uh, but I, I'm not worried about it. I'm not concerned. My family, I, we also early voted, uh, went out and did that, and record numbers of are early voting. This will be the biggest election of all time. Yeah, uh, if people get out and vote tomorrow, um, I, I too hope my this is my personal uh, conviction. I hope that President Trump gets another four years, mm-hmm. um, and then I hope Vice President Pence takes over at right that on. point. Um, but uh, I, I just feel like you know, there's a whole lot of things as far as politics go that that we don't uh, that that that's not the truth that we've been told. And maybe even on both sides, there's a lot of things that are spotlighted and highlighted. And and again, I hate this. I hate this because the media used to be so trusted, but nowadays you can't. You can't trust the things in national media. Polls are to me are a joke. Yes, totally. Um, you know, and obviously when uh, when President Trump defeated Hillary Clinton for president last time, you know, it was, oh, President Trump's losing in the polls. He's losing the polls. And then that night, the anchors were just scratching their heads. And I was like, did did they really believe this all this time or or what? So anyway, the one thing that I do know and the one thing that we do talk about on the radio and that we're talking about today is, you know what? God knows who's going to be in the White House. God already knows who's going to be in control. And he loves us. He cares for us. He wants the best for us. And sometimes the best for us is not what we want. Sometimes it's the things that he's going to use to test us and to grow us. And you look in the Old Testament at how he put a lot of uh, sometimes wicked kings and things in place. And I'm not calling anybody a wicked king. Um, But he puts different people in office, and he knows. And so we don't need to fear. We don't need to worry. We just need to go and vote our convictions. And then whoever the majority of our country elects— is who we need to support. And when I say support, doesn't mean that I agree with everything he is going to do or she's going to do, but I do need to support them and respect them as the president until the next four years rolls around when I have another chance to vote. That's true. And, you know, and, and look at it like this. I meant at this time in this place, yeah, there's a lot of people running around like a chicken with their heads cut off. But I mean, if you talk to our grandfathers and and what they were going through and what was going on in, in Germany and, you know, across the ocean. This is just a blip on the radar, you know. 
So. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's real, real. It's real. You know, oh my goodness, it's happening now. It's impacting us now. But you're right. Those people with that hindsight, they're like, eh, we had this before. You yeah, know, exactly. Just the names had changed. Is that you know? Exactly oh, but right. you'll hear in the news today. This is the biggest, the biggest, the biggest. All right, let's shift gears to something different. How did you and your wife celebrate Halloween this weekend? If oh, you did, it was awesome. It was great. Um, I didn't uh, expect anything big because we usually go. We usually go to Barnes and Nobles. That's our thing on Halloween. But they close it at seven o'clock at night. So, I got home. I think I was out running. That's what it was. I was out running, and then I came back, and she's like. Oh, hey, we've been invited to a, a shindig next door. I was like, oh, okay, oh, cool. rock on. So uh, it actually was a really good time because we do not know our neighbors. Um, we're the new kids on the block still, I guess you could and say. And you've lived there how long now? Uh, four years. Wow. And still, still the new kids on the block. But uh, it was amazing. We got to meet uh, like eight of our neighbors. And we, had, I mean, Beth was actually outside for a while. And that cool. was amazing within itself. But yeah, we probably spent about two or three hours just over there just cutting it up. And the kids are running around. And, you know, it, 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 and I don't know what it was like in other places. Now, probably Derby Downs, which is just north of the radio station here. That was probably just jam-packed as it usually is. But we had two people. Really? That's that all was, the trick-or-treaters you all had? That's it. Yeah, we had several. We had several trick-or-treaters. We gave away all the gift bags that we had put together, that Amy put together, and then get, got into the candy bowl and the loose stuff. And, and uh, we did just a, a handful or two left over. Um, but we were down from what we usually do. We had all the neighborhood kids. They were out, and they came around. We know most of them. Um, but then there's a lot of kids that are shipped into our neighborhood that night, and we didn't see as many of those this time. There were some, mm-hmm. but not as many there. Um, did you all dress up? No, no, no. I, I just, I mean, it was cold where we were. So, I mean, we're on top of the hill. So, yeah. The wind was blown. But, but the, the next door neighbor provided one of those huge, giant heaters like you see at restaurants and stuff oh, yeah. like that. And they made chili and they made, I mean, it was like a full on potluck. Oh, so, it was man. awesome. My, uh, uh, my son Trevor is, uh, he's already sent us some boar. Uh, that he killed on Fort Benning, really? uh, some wild pig, and he's sending us some deer now. So I've never cooked wild game before. I've never done it, so I'm learning. I'm going to be Watch learning out. If you cook it wrong, it will be extremely tough. Yeah, that's what it I've heard. It will taste like jerky, except <laughs> it'll be extremely thick. Yeah. So. we've got. He sent us with some spicy boar sausage, and so I'm going to make some uh, uh, sausage balls with those. And, and you're uh, going to bring them in so we oh, can of course I will. taste of, it. Of course I will. All right, let's shift forward. How are you and your wife going to celebrate Thanksgiving? Oh, we're going to go to Ken. We'll, we'll, we'll go to Ken down there in... Uh, um, in um, in in Birmingham, and you know, I, I totally look forward to that. I can't do turkey, and that's that's the god honest truth. Um, it's got some chemical tryptophan, tryptophan or something, yeah. yeah, tryptophan or something like that. And Laura actually pulled a fast one one year because uh, she thought I was uh, fabricating it, and she gave me turkey, and she goes, "Yeah, Brad, Brad definitely does not need turkey." What to, does it do to you? Uh, just it just loop it just puts me in a zone. I mean, I just kind of like you go to sleep, space out. No, okay. I space. I just space out. Because some people say that, that, and it's been proven, I guess, that if you eat way too much turkey, that you just want to nap. You want to go to sleep because the tryptophan gets in your bloodstream and just kind of, you know, it's kind of like a depressant type thing. Oh, I'll and, start uh, saying random things and just looking at the wall. Well, that's normal. Isn't that what you do? No, exactly. <laughs> so the, the cool thing about it, though, is when we go down there, they make me a whole, they, they make me a good a baked chicken. I get baked chicken. Oh, cool. And then there's this place called Zoe's. I don't know if you've ever heard about it before, but Zoe's is a restaurant. And there's not one here in Chattanooga, but there's some like in Knoxville or something like that. But they make this incredible chocolate cake, and we just devour that. And 
It's the only time that I eat cereal, and I have usually, I kid you not, two boxes of mini wheats. <laughs> mini, uh, and now of all the cereal you could have, you choose mini wheats. Yeah, frosted mini wheats, man. I mean, you could go with like Cookie Crisp, or you could go with uh, uh, you know the Reese's. Or, now, oh. I love Frosted Flakes. Uh, if I'm going to eat cereal, yeah, but and that's I gonna eaten like a long time. Yeah, I mean, after the milk, kind of just no. You got to eat fast. That's the thing. Oh no! See, that's oh. you got to have the cereal milk well, I, ratio. Why would you even eat fast? I mean, aren't you supposed to enjoy? Well, your I do food? enjoy it, but what I'm saying is, you fill up the bowl, and then you put the right amount of milk, and then you eat. You start eating the Frosted Flakes, and then you'll get down. It's like, oh, I still got milk left. So. You got to pour in more cereal. And then you get like, oh, I still got cereal. You got to pour in a little more milk. And so oh, then you got to keep going until the ratio is right. Oh, man. No, I, 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 I love And it's only once a year, Frosted Mini Wheats. And so right now, as we speak right now, I'm on a very restricted diet of 1,700 calories. So I'm just above you. I got 1,853. I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit. But, yeah, uh, so I need to get down because I told Laura, I said, well, when we get down there at that, uh, you know, it's like, you know, I'm just going to pig out. So, you know. <laughs> but you know what? The, when, you, when you're very strict on your diet like you and I are, you can have a cheat day. And it's like your body doesn't even like get this stuff out of here, and it burns yeah. burns through it real quickly. So you may see a, a little bit of a jump in the scale, but it's going to go right back down. So tell me about was there another recipe that um, that, that Beth made for you? Yes. What, Are you talking about the uh, melt off the chicken, um, the uh, uh, fall off the? Uh, I guess the only way you can say it is like it's it's a crock pot chicken, and it falls off the bone. Is it like maple or something? Yeah, it's 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 maple crockpot chicken mixed with uh, mustard and tapioca. And what she does is she just makes this concoction, and then she puts the the uh, chicken in. And I'll post it on uh, um, on my my Brad blog over at j103.com. But I mean, she just cooks it for like about eight to ten hours, and it just mm-hmm. falls right off the bone. It's just amazing. I remember you talking about that. That's yeah. kind of your substitute for uh, um, for turkey there. My family, will will all be at our house, and I'm going to smoke a turkey this year since I have a, oh. a smoker now. Right. I've deep fried them before, and the last several years we've bought them from church. What does it taste From the like? student ministry. What's a deep fried turkey? Deep fried turkey? turkey? Okay, so the first time I ever had deep fried turkey, I actually bit into it, and I thought, this tastes like real good fried chicken. Oh? Because normally... Every time I'd ever eaten chicken in my life, it's been dry. Okay. It's just kind of dry because the way you roast it in the oven, that type stuff. Um, I don't know if it's just because my family doesn't know how to roast turkeys or what, but it's always been dry. And so when I first deep fried one, because it seals in all the juices and stuff when you when it hits that hot oil and fries it. So when you cut into it, it's like, first you think, is this turkey done? I'm not sure it's done. I didn't know turkey was supposed to be moist. Um, and uh, so smoking a turkey, it's been that way too. At least the smoked turkeys we've purchased the last several years because you you fill it full of fruit and things, which keeps the juices and, the, and everything keeps it moist uh, when you're cooking it on the smoker there. Um, and so anyway, I'm going to try one on the smoker myself. I've mm-hmm. gone from deep fried, we've oven baked them, and now we're going to smoke one. So but it gives you that smoky taste. Whatever you use, whatever kind of pellets you're smoking with, um, somebody said I need to get some apple, some apple pellets, apple wood, and uh, smoke it in that. So that may be how I try it. But we'll have, uh, you know, Trevor and Olivia, uh, my son and daughter-in-law, they'll have to kind of split the time between us and the rest of their family. And right. so, you know, they'll have two or three Thanksgiving dinners that day. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Lauren will be there. Chipper will be there. Amy's mom will be with us. And mm. occasionally my mom and her husband will come down from Louisville, Kentucky to be with us. I haven't heard if that's happening or not this year, but it's pretty low-key, but it's one of my favorite holidays of the year. Hey, be lucky um, that you get to have more than two people at your house. Yeah. You know, in California, 
they're scrambling. I mean, we don't, mom and dad have no idea if, if there's a Thanksgiving that's even going to happen. Wow. I mean, due to the, you know, the uh, powers to be there, you only have like about four people in the house and that's it. Huh. I have seen how uh, um, Dr. Fauci and other people are encouraging you not to have large gatherings and things for Thanksgiving, but, uh, you know, you got you to be smart. On the island of Guam, do they celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah, we do. I mean, there's a lot of Americans out there. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I remember uh, having um, Thanksgiving out there, um, except uh, we had Mongolian barbecue. Oh, wow. Which was, and you understand how Mongolian barbecue doesn't work. That's where they take uh, um, all the meats and and, and uh, everything that needs to go into a, uh, like almost like a stir fry, and they throw it on this big, huge, uh, gosh, what is this, like a platter that's heated up, a concrete platter. And they put oil on it. It's like it. a big grill top. Yeah, it's like That's a big it grill top, except it's uh, um, it's uh, concrete. And so they heat that bad boy up, and then they throw some, um, you know, I mean, God, what we had? We had pork, and we had beef, and we had chicken, and they just throw it out there, and they just mix it all up, and that was it, man. What was that? Uh, um Genghis Grill was in downtown. It's in the building that Cheeburger Cheeburger was in that, you know, they ended up tearing down in downtown Chattanooga. I love that Mongolian barbecue. Yeah, that's good. You that's went through with was. your bowl and you shoved as much stuff yes. in there as you wanted mm-hmm. and then you had them cook it up for you. So, yes. Um, what about Halloween? Do they celebrate Halloween on Guam? Yeah. Yeah. They celebrate Halloween out there and they, they I mean, it's just, uh, it's almost, it, it's basically Americanized. So, yeah, yeah. we had, uh, we, um, either you go to the club and, you know, have the costume contest or you do the trick or treating thing. Yeah. All right. We're going to chase the rabbit here. A little bit, and uh, well, no, let's talk about this first of all. Okay, um, there's another podcast that uh, that I get to be a part of uh, every month, and it's called the Intersection of Faith and Culture. And think about it this way: if you're trying to raise up your family according to God's word and to to the way God leads you to lead, you know, this culture that we live in can be quite the opposite of that. How do you do that? Your kids are exposed to other kids at school, and you want them to be well adjusted and fit into society. But how do you do that? How do you manip- maneuver your way through the intersection of faith and culture? And you can get that podcast, well, right where you got this one and wherever you get your podcast from. It's just one of our Partners for Christian Media podcasts. There's other ones like uh, the Work Tech Fun podcast that's there uh, and others as well. So check them out wherever you find your podcast app. All right, chasing the rabbit here. Again, we can't get away from this rabbit. This rabbit seems to be bigger than ever, and that is covid um, when do you think, has it changed, Brad? When do you think the COVID will be done and, and all of that? You know, some people were saying it was to be over by the election, but that definitely is not going to be happening. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm just to the point where I, I think in, in the new year, um, I'm, 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 I'm just kind of lost. I thought it would be like, yeah, you know, it'd be over before Halloween because, you know, we we need to have that tried and true, you know, real uh Everything taken care of by the uh, the election, and but no, I, geez, I, don't, I don't see it happening until like January or February. I really don't. So you think we're gonna have a COVID Christmas? I think we're gonna have a COVID Christmas. And you know, I told uh, I told Beth that I said, you know what, I really don't want to see Santa with a mask on. Yeah. And it, lo and behold, it's that's the way it's gonna do. I guess. I mean, is Santa gonna do Zoom from now on? <laughs> I mean, you're gonna go to like Macy's department store, and there's gonna be a computer right there, and you stand in front of it, and you know, mm-hmm. Santa's in another room somewhere. Ho, 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 C- Cindy. You know, 
I saw um, where Rock City's Enchanted Garden of Lights here, one of the big tourist attractions here in Chattanooga every year, millions of lights. You stroll through that, that you can only purchase tickets online okay? because they're, only, they're limiting to how many can go through at nighttime. And they said, of course, when you're in the buildings, most of it's outside at Rock City, but when you're in the buildings and things are in you have to wear a mask and things. And they said that you'll be able to safe visit with Santa. So I'm not sure how they're going to do that. That's going to be interesting to see how they do that because obviously Santa's not going to be sitting in the chair for everybody to come and sit on his lap not, and all man. that kind of stuff. You know, how are you going to do that these days? So uh, we'll see. I, I feel like, and, and again, the COVID is real as far as the way I'm concerned, my opinion. Uh, it is a, a nasty, nasty virus that – to begin with, we didn't know much about. It has ended the lives of many, many people, uh, so I'm not downplaying that. But I do think that it has been hyped up, politicized, uh, media exploded, and all of that because of the election tomorrow. I think COVID's still going to be around, but I think we're going to hear about it a whole lot less after mm. tomorrow, okay. after the election, because you don't have two sides using it as a carrot Mm. Saying, oh, vote for me and it's going to get better. It's going to go away. Oh, vote for me and we're going to take it seriously and blah, blah, blah. You know, back and forth. Um, I think depending on who wins tomorrow, um, I think it's going to either be almost non-existent as far as in the media's eyes and things. They're going to be focusing on else elsewhere or or not. So, again, that's what I think. Um and it doesn't really matter what I think, I guess. But if you're curious, that's what I think. We, uh, My mother-in-law lives with us three months at three months and then goes and stays with Amy's sister in Buford, Georgia, and then back with, for a month and then comes back to us for three months back. You know, we get a, a month. Amy gets a break a little bit from taking care of her. And uh, the last several times that we've made the switch with Nana, it's been like a NASCAR pit crew. Whoa. It's like you pull up in the outlet mall there in Calhoun, and, and, it's, and it's because Amy's sister and family, they're really stressed out over COVID. Wow. And they really, you know, are, are taking it – they feel like they really need to take it uber serious. Um, and so they're like, you know, they want to make sure they give her a hug before she hugs one of us because then she, they wouldn't be able to hug her goodbye. Um, and we have to set stuff down and we pick it up and put it in the car and that kind of stuff. And it's just really, however, this time it was a little bit different. We, we did, we made the switch this weekend and uh, we actually stood there in the parking lot and took uh, and spoke, had a conversation for about 25 minutes. Wow. With masks. I wore my mask and of course we were distanced, but it was just us and uh, Amy's sister. So I'm hoping that that gets better. I really am. It, uh, you know, people are, we've endured a lot this year, and uh, uh, we have a lot to be thankful for. Have you been exposed? To what? To COVID. Over the, have you found out you've been exposed to COVID over I the, this year? I probably was about twice. I've come, run into people that had COVID, and, you know, it's kind of like, scoot yourself away from the table <laughs> just a little bit, but uh, only, only two people. That's yeah. it. I've been notified probably about six times. Really? That either I was at a wedding, officiating a wedding, and someone, oh, listen, some someone just tested positive. We're all being tested. We'll let you know. And I never hear anything, you know. And so uh, one, the ver- the first time, and I, I agree with you, the first time that I found out that I was exposed, you did feel kind of weird, kind of like, oh, no. Why am I at you lunch know, with that, this person? Yeah. Um, and uh, it was at my son's and daughter-in-law's kind of celebration party when he got back from deployment and all that. And uh, about a week and a half, 10 days, almost 10 days later, so almost out of that window, we found out that like three people at that gathering had, had been diagnosed with it and were pretty sick from it. But, really? Um, mm. But the most recent for me has been about two weeks ago. I was at a wedding. I officiated. And the next day, the bride 
sends me an email and she's just all freaked out and everything. It feels really bad because one of the groomsmen tested positive. How did you and feel? Fine at that point again because I had heard several. No, different mentally. Times. Mentally fine. You're just like, jeez. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, really. You know, that's basically how I was too. It's just like, you know, I meant uh, my wife Beth is a data wonk and she believes absolutely nothing of this, and so. For those that don't know, they spin it 41 times. When they when they get it, or when they get the, get sample, the sample, yeah, they spin it 41 times. In a uh, uh, centrifuge? Yeah, and if you spin anything 41 times, you're going to come up with something. I meant rubella, measles, something like that. But if you spin it 30 times, that's the actual one that can tell you if it can replicate again. 41, it's just like... Uh, you know, one 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 hundredth of your uh, of your fingernail compared to your whole body. It's just a rep, a remnant of, but it cannot replicate. It's dead. It's just sitting there. But they call that a COVID case, huh? Which is very scary. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. A lot, of, and and I I do think you can take it not serious enough. And I do think you can take it way over the top and be yes. way too serious Extremely. about it. So. Um, Let's talk some music here. Uh, current favorite song that you're hearing on J103? Uh, what is the dopest? Oh, that Jonathan Trailer. Oh, you like that one, Yeah, huh? I like that Jonathan Trailer one. That's got a good hype beat to it, and uh, he, he's on message, so that's good stuff. Mine's probably Maverick City Worship. Really? It uh, sounds a little gospel-ish yeah. uh, type thing called Man of Your Word, just because it reminds me that God is. I mean, no matter what this world throws our way, God says, hey, I'll be there. I'm faithful. I'll be there for you. I'll be strengthening you, encouraging you. And he has been, and he, ha- and he will be. So that one there. Or another one is one that you you may have had it once or twice on your show already. It's Citizen Way, Love Has Won. Yeah, that's a good song. And, yeah, I love that. It's kind of a little chill to it, and mm-hmm. uh, but it just reminds you how— uh, um, no matter what is going on, God's already won. You look to the book of Revelation, you see love is one, and love will win through all of that. Number one song our listeners have picked right now, according to our J13 music team. Hello. No, Lionel Richie, why would it be? Oh, oh no, sorry, not that one. Uh, Jordan St. Sears. Yeah, Fires. 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 Yeah, that's number one. Leanna Crawford, Truth I'm Standing On is number two. And Rhett Walker, uh, Good To Me. Yeah, Rhett Walker's got a good, that's, that's a good call. Exactly. All right, let's jump into health and fitness here real quickly. Current observation from the from the trail? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be getting a new pair of boots not too long from now. If, uh, you know, this is the time when um, probably uh, looking for a new pair of boots. I mean, they're going to be on sale not too long. Uh, probably not going to use them until uh, April. I'm not like my general manager who likes to go out in 35 degree weather. And he's camping right now. He's camping right now. This very second. Like 19 it's like, degrees where he's at. Oh man, that's insane. But uh, Oboes Sawtooth Twos. Oboes O B O Z Sawtooth Twos. Yep. Uh, those are going to be the ones that if you want to do like Mount LeConte or if you want to do Clingman Dome, if you want to do uh, Rab- Raven's Gap. And I mean, these are names that are flying by you, but maybe they'll just kind of stick with you that these are the premier hiking spots probably for 2021. And, uh, good trail, but uh, need some. You cannot wear trail running shoes on these. Uh, you can look at my toes next time you see me <laughs> and you can understand why. But yeah, Sawtooth Twos. Oboes, I'll be getting them for uh, Black Friday. I'll tell you, I, I'll amen the oboes there. Um, and I didn't really know what I was buying. 
I knew they were expensive when my wife and I went on our Alaska cruise two years ago. And boy, am I glad we did that then, you know, because nowadays you can't. But I wanted to get a good pair of hiking boots for that because we were going to be going on a glacier and all that. And so I bought a pair of oboes. Oh, you did? And uh, this past, well, last weekend when we had the For King and Country concert out there, I went out early on uh, um on Friday to start measuring off the ground, making the parking spots for all the cars and everything, and I had tennis shoes on. And in the morning dew, by lunchtime, my feet were just soaking wet. Mm. So then I took my oboes with me on Sunday, and I had a pair of brown leather uh, hiking boots, one I usually use to ride the motorcycle with, and I wore those. And same thing, by lunchtime, because of the morning dew and everything, my feet were soaking wet, and the Mm. boots were soaking wet. So then I dried off and I put my oboes on in the afternoon. And at nighttime, we were out there tearing down and all that stuff and the dew and everything again. My feet, now my, the outside of them were wet, mm-hmm. but my feet inside were dry as could be mm. uh, because of that. So, yeah, oboes are the real deal for that. And I buy the spray too, a waterproofing spray, and just kind of hit it with that helps too. Now, my, my daughter was telling me I need to get a pair of duck boots. And so I think I may be getting a pair of duck boots for Christmas from my kids. What's it, snow or something like that? You can get like them that? from L.L. Bean or, or some of the other ones. Duck, There's a brand called Duck Boots. But she says, now, you don't want to wear them unless you're going to be somewhere it's going to be wet or really, really cold because your feet will sweat to death in those things. You know what so, those things were you originally uh, used for? No. Duck hunting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah, out there in the marshes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's where they were. Well, these for. are these are the smaller ones. You know, they won't be the ones that go all the waiters or anything like that. But, uh, but anyway, so that that's her. From the gym, thoughts from the gym, current observations from the gym. Um, I've been fighting some tendonitis in my legs since Whoa. softball. Really? Uh, we had a, a, a softball team here at J103, and we were uh, we had we had fun. Let me just put it that way. But it was ter- we were terrible. And uh, didn't win. We had the biggest run differential I think that league has ever had in the history of, of, uh, of, the, of the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it started off, it, and I stretched. I did a good job of, of doing some static stretching and things um, and active stretching. But it started off in my tendonitis in my uh, uh, Achilles. Hmm. And now it's the only place I have it left is right behind my right knee, hmm. right up in there and everything. And it's still it's kind of stiff if I sit still for a long time. Uh, so I'm trying to work through that. With that all said, I, my goal was to get below 188 by December 31st. Okay. I'm below 188. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. So I've, uh, I've changed my, my goal now to 185 by the end of the year. Okay. So another four pounds through Thanksgiving and through Christmas. Good luck. Is what I have to get to there. Why don't you tell us about J Radio, Brad? Oh, you know, J Radio is just one of those, just, you know, with just so many, uh, I mean, if you just turn on the radio and you just listen to other radio stations besides J103, you, you just notice that your kids are just uh, picking up some very bad vibes and there's just, the lyrics are just really terrible. Can you imagine having a whole, basically, radio network that has all positive music, no matter what kind of music you like either, whether it be alternative or classical or reggae or rock or rap or, you know, whatever you don't hear on, on J103, you probably hear on J Radio. In fact, uh, some of my favorite playlists on there have some of my favorite bands like Family Force 5 is on there. Apologetics is uh, really good. Uh, another good band that I really like is OC Supertones, which is ska music. And you're thinking, what is this kind of stuff? Well, <laughs> we encourage you to check it out. It's every type of music that you can think of that has a positive vibe to it. There are no dirty words, no dirty lyrics, no, you know, no. Um, I think one of the things is, is there's just so many playlists for every single emotion that you can think of. I mean, if you want to drift off to sleep, we've got one for that. Yep. 
If you want to uh, study for a test, we got one for that. If uh, you want to run trail, we got one for that. You know, we even have one, you know, that's going to be perfect for just uh, Thanksgiving that's coming up. Just that kind of... Yep that music that you need maybe to get the turkey ready and such like that. And if you're already one of those Christmas music all the time people, we've got several playlists and stations for you there at J Radio. So right go on. to jradio.com, download or sign up there and then go to your app store and just download it for Apple or Android. It's J Radio. Think about it, your kids are listening to headphones. Do you know what they're listening to? Mm-hmm. Don't you want to make sure it's positive and encouraging? All right, we're going to wrap up here with Would You Rather, the way that Brad and I usually in end up this half a day podcast. Um, all right, this is kind of the entry level of all Would You Rather questions. Okay. Would you rather find $5 on the ground mm. or find all your missing socks? I think I'd rather find $5 on the ground. <laughs> I can care less about the socks. Good gravy. Do you all do you have socks that just disappear on you? Yeah, yeah. There. You ever seen that Ren and Stimpy um, cartoon, The Land of the Left Socks? <laughs> the Land of the Left Socks. Where they go, <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> you know, I haven't lost a sock in probably twenty years. Do you know how? Why? I have safety pins I keep in my bathroom drawer, and whenever I take off my socks, I safety pin them together. So that way, think of the time that we save sorting socks because you grab one, there's the other. Never have I lost socks in 20 years because I've been safety pinning them together. How proud you should be. I am, big time. So bring on the $5, yeah, big man, time. Give it a so, five. All right, would you rather your shirts be always two sizes too big mm-hmm. or one size too small? A one size too small? Yeah, me too. Yeah. You like that tighter, the tightness, right, of the shirts? Yeah, man. Exactly. Show those pecs off, baby. Yeah, show off the pecs. This shirt here is a, actually, it's an XL shirt. And uh, it's like, I can't wear it not tucked in because it's so baggy and big time. You know, kind of the the style is to wear a dress shirt unbuttoned. I mean, uh, not unbuttoned, but untucked. And, uh, but I can't do that with this shirt because it just kind of looks like a, well, it looks like it's three sizes too big. It does. Yes, it does. All right. And finally, this one here has a little, a little thought to it here. Would you rather have a rewind button? Or a pause button on your life? Oh, I'd have a rewind. Oh, I'd have a rewind. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How come? Oh, oh my gosh. Well, um, you know, I always think of this. There was a person that did me wrong in radio back in when I was in college. And uh, the program director actually took me under his wing. And they were grooming me to go to big places like Houston and Phoenix and stuff like that. And... Uh, one of the uh, producers um, accused us of doing something that we did not do, and they just basically cleaned house and took us all out. And I've been blackballed, I guess you could say, from this. So if you had a rewind button, what would you do with that? I'd probably go back and never, ever even a- attempt to um, uh, associate what it was. The What it was is... We asked the program director if we could use some certain cuts from the morning show on the college radio station. And he said, no, that's you know against legal. And we were like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, no big deal. Well, this gentleman said, hey, these kids from San Diego State, they're stealing your stuff and they're playing it on the air. Oh, no. And we weren't, and we weren't. So they basically, you know, said that they were going to sue us and sue, you know, and it just went to, anyway. So I would go back, and I would never even mention that we were going to admit it would go across my mind that we would never, ever even 
entertain the conversation that we're going to use something from the morning show. Yeah. But you know what, though? Think about it, though. In God's wisdom and God's sovereignty, had that not happened, do you think you'd be here at J103 today? Oh, absolutely not. And I would not be married to, to Beth. And oh, no. And, and I definitely would not be where I am in my spiritual journey. I love, I love my spiritual journey now. I mean, ever since Baton Rouge and the church I went to, yeah. man, it's just, it's awesome. I mean, seriously, I would probably be dead by now. Seriously. I, I, I really think that I would not be on planet Earth, and, and God knows where I would be. Yeah, I don't think I'd hit the rewind button really? if it were me. I, I'd, I'd do a pause every once in a while just because things get too crazy and too hectic, and, and I think I could probably eliminate a lot more goof-ups and mess-ups, although God uses those in our lives, if I had a pause button just to say, okay, stop, and everything freezes around you. All right, let me think through this for a minute here. My wife just asked me, how she, how does she look in those whatever? Exactly. If I say this, this is how she's going to— If I say this, this is how she's going to— Oh, yeah, there's the answer. Okay, unpause, you know, boom, oh, and go from there, okay. you know, that type thing. I'd probably pick the pause button over the rewind button. Now, i, I got to tell you this, though. I would probably pick pause if I was out in the middle on trail, like going toward LeConte. I think I put on pause for— Oh, good day and a half. You sit there and stare and watch. <laughs> exactly. And look. There you go. All right, we are going to wrap up with this here. Best thing that you've ever eaten or drank currently? Wow. Here uh, recently. Has there been something? Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, went to Urban Market, which is up in Franklin, and I had this, I kid you not, it was an organic chocolate flourless tart. Oh, man. Oh, oh my gosh. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah, if you guys ever get up to Franklin, where Toby Mac lives and everybody on planet Earth lives from the Christian world, go up to Urban Market. But yeah, I had, I had this tart that was just absolutely incredible. My wife got a recipe online for uh, the little thumbprint cookies with a little icing in them yeah. type thing. We had uh, um, gone up to the bakery in Cleveland, one of the bakers up there, and somebody had, had given us some uh, last couple of weeks. And so we were up that way for a remote at Key of Cleveland. And uh, we went up there early. We got, went there, went to the bakery, had some donuts and stuff, and had some of those. And she came back and found a recipe online, and she just made them devoured them. I mean, they're they're really, really yeah, good. The so, yeah, they're good. I mean, they're real small, you know, so it doesn't take much. But anyway, all right, that's going to wrap it up here for half a day for this time. The next time we talk to you, it'll be, uh, we'll be in the throes of the Christmas season. That's there. true. Actually, yes. actually, will it or will it be January? I keep getting confused because we always do these kind of a month ahead of time. So we may be into no, we'll, we'll no. be when we record this we'll be in the christmas mode exactly. type thing so yes. uh so anyway so um man how do you say half a day how do you say thanksgiving and happy thanksgiving and happy Guam? thanksgiving feliz um so it's kind of spanish feliz i, I don't know i know how to say feliz that. thanksgiving exactly <laughs> feliz thanksgiving you have been listening to the ted and brad half a day podcast 